welcome to the Live Life Extraordinary podcast. My name is Bianca Johnson, and I'm a spiritual life coach, mindset master, and manifestation teacher. My mission is to guide you in creating a life of true fulfillment and lasting happiness. I teach practical tools that help you live with purpose, manifest your dreams, and be blissful. If you're looking to uplevel your mindset, your confidence, your relationships, your abundance, your spirituality, and so much more, then you've come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your personal roadmap to transforming your life from ordinary to extraordinary. I know that in such a short time, you will experience transformation beyond your wildest dreams. Thank you so much for pressing play today. Now let's dive in. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome back to another episode of the Live Life Extraordinary Podcast. I'm your host, Bianca Johnson, spiritual life coach, manifestation teacher, mindset master, and all sorts of good things. I help you up-level your life through your mindset, your alignment, your authenticity, your embodiment, and all sorts of other wonderful, wonderful things. I'm super grateful that you are joining me here today. The title of today's episode is strong emotion plus repetition equals transformation. And so I'm going to be teaching you a little bit about what those two things have in common and why they are such great tools for our transformation. So to give a little bit of a backstory, if you aren't already aware, we have both a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Our conscious mind makes up about 5% of our reality. And so in our conscious mind, it's our mindset and our logic and all sorts of things like that versus our subconscious mind being the inner child, the shadow, the body intuition, our dreams and all sorts of other things like that. And so if we are always trying to create our world from our a very conscious place, we can only create about 5% of it and it's not going to get us very far. But if we are creating our reality and our world and our life from both a conscious place and a subconscious place, we can create a lot of magic in our world. And so there's a lot of emphasis in the world of spirituality and self-development on things like practicing gratitude and positive affirmations, which are incredible, incredible tools. But a lot of times as we're learning how to shift our mindset to think more positively, we are only shifting what's in the conscious mind and that subconscious mind is still present um, with oftentimes contradicting beliefs. And so If you have a positive affirmation that is, I am enough, I am worthy, I am deserving, or something along those lines, you can repeat it until you're blue in the face. But if the subconscious mind has self-limiting beliefs and inner child wounds or old wounds or old traumas that are directly in conflict with the things you are trying to rework your mindset around, then it doesn't matter how many times you say it, you don't believe it, and so it's hard to embody it and manifest from that place. And so if you have a conscious thought or a conscious idea or a conscious desire, so for example, if you consciously think I am worthy, I am enough, or a conscious um, idea like I want to create this relationship for myself in my life, or this conscious desire, I want to manifest um, this much money for financial freedom and liberation. 
if your subconscious mind is out of alignment with that, believing that you aren't worthy of that or you don't deserve that or that's not possible, then you won't be able to create it because the subconscious mind will continue to keep you stuck in thought patterns and behavior patterns and actions and conversations and all sorts of things that sabotage your ability to create those things in your life. And so when the conscious mind desires one thing and the subconscious mind is out of alignment with that, we call this conscious subconscious misalignment. But if the conscious mind and the subconscious mind are in alignment with one another, we call it conscious subconscious alignment. And so this might look like a belief subconsciously that I am worthy, I am enough, and I am deserving of all that I desire. And then consciously the desire is... Um, that dream relationship, that dream partnership, and that dream career and prosperity. And so how do we get the subconscious mind on board? You know, if you were already in self-development work, you might have been working on developing the conscious mind through positive affirmations, rewiring thought process, or just mindset shifts in general. But even with all of that, how do we work on the subconscious mind? There's a lot of different things that we can do. All sorts of things like healing self-limiting beliefs. So digging up all of the stuff that's stuck in the subconscious mind, bringing it to the surface, healing it, and releasing it. Um, you can also do things like hypnosis or um, subliminal, subliminal messaging. Um, and pretty much lots of different ways to do this. But the key thing with all of these practices is strong emotion and repetition. Um, and so strong emotion, anything that we experience that has a lot of strong emotion gets wired into our being a little bit quicker, more automatic. So if you think about things from your past, when you start to dig on your beliefs and pull up the roots of your beliefs, you'll find that the roots of your beliefs are always a situation that were tied to strong emotion. So for example, a client that I worked with in the past um, had a belief that there was never enough for her, that there was never enough time or never enough energy or enough food or enough um, money. And so this led to a lot of hoarding behaviors, holding on to relationships that didn't serve her, holding on to you know, money, even though she needed to spend it on things that were for her highest good or consuming too much food and all sorts of things because she believed that there wasn't enough for her. And when we dug on this belief and we went back to the original um, moment where she wired this belief into her mind, it was a situation where she had just woke up from a nap as a young child and her brothers were eating ice cream. And she asked her mom to have an ice cream and mom said, sorry, honey, there's none left. Um, we'll have to get some next time we're at the store. And she started crying because she's little. And when we're little children, we don't, we lack that logical, critical thinking. And so a lot of times things end up feeling a lot bigger and more emotional than our logical, rational mind would traditionally believe. Um, and so that situation where she had that feeling and felt left out and felt very upset wired into her subconscious mind a belief because it was tied with strong emotion. Um, another example is a client that I worked with who felt like she was always alone and couldn't ask for help. And when we dig, dug on her belief and got to the root of it, there was a memory of this time where she was snowmobiling with her family and she fell off the snowmobile and she was all by herself and her family went off and there was this moment of like fear and loneliness and I'm by myself and, I, and they're not here. Um, and so that strong emotion tied to that situation wired this belief within her as well.
So strong emotion can rewire our subconscious mind or even wire initially. And repetition, the other thing. So the way that belief cycles work within our minds is that we experience a situation, we give meaning to that situation, and then we show up in our lives based on the meaning that we've given it, and then the situation confirms. So an example of this would be if as a young child you were waiting in line in the gym class and the two team captains were picking the teams and you were the very last person to be chosen you might have this belief of like I'm not good enough or people don't desire to be around me or something like that now as an adult this manifests because okay so the situation happened you gave it the meaning that people don't want to be around you or people don't care about you or you're not good enough so as an adult you don't speak up at the meetings and work and you're not giving your ideas and you're not contributing because you think that people don't want you around or don't find you valuable and in not speaking up and in not sharing your gifts you're often overlooked and people aren't um allowing you to participate in the the projects at work and so you're falling behind and you're not viewed as a valued member of the team and so that reinforces your belief confirms that belief and so it's a second time that you've witnessed this truth and so then you the next situation comes up where Friends ask you to hang out outside of work and they say, hey, you know, we noticed that you're not really that um, social with all of us and you're not really participating in the things that are happening at work. We'd really love for you to come out for drinks. And because you have this belief that you're not good enough and because you have this belief that you don't fit in and people don't want you around, you decline the offer to go out. And then you've declined the offer and they go out anyways and it's reconfirmed your belief. So the next situation happens where two weeks later, they all go out for drinks again, but this time they don't invite you because last time you declined the offer. Well, you see online that everybody's out and you you make this meaning of it that everybody went out and I didn't even get invited because I'm not good enough and people don't want me around. And it reconfirms your belief. And so the next situation, whether it's a family gathering or a work event or something in your intimate and close partnership or relationship, And what happens is these situations keep happening. You keep giving meaning to them. You keep showing up based on these subconscious and unconscious beliefs. And then the cycle continues and continues and it repeats and it repeats and it repeats. So obviously a lot of those situations and examples I just gave probably also had some sort of strong emotion tied to them, right? Whether it's sadness or unworthiness or shame or guilt or frustration or whatever it is. And so... And having these situations, one, repeat throughout your life, and two, create a strong emotional response throughout your life, it's wiring the belief into your subconscious mind. Now, if you can't necessarily recognize a specific pattern, like I just um, gave an example of, that's totally okay because most of the time these patterns that are playing out in our lives are unconscious patterns. And so they're continuing to happen in your life and you're completely unaware of them and you're most likely unaware of the beliefs too. So um, a lot of times we have a specific situation in our lives that's bothering us or something that's triggering us or frustrating us that we desire to change. And when we dig on that specific thing, that's where we find the deeper rooted beliefs. So for example, in my own life, I used to run a yoga studio full time. And when I was running the studio, 
Um, I was at this period where I was really depressed and I was really overworked because I was working way more than I could even handle working and it was no longer bringing me joy or feeling in alignment. Um, but I kept showing up and I kept teaching and overworking myself. And for the longest time, I thought that the issue in that area of my life was that I wasn't making enough money to sustain the business and my life and there wasn't enough students and all of these things and so I thought that I was overworking because I was trying to create more money and more abundance and more opportunities for myself but when I really sat with it and went through the whole digging process which took many many years it wasn't something that just unfolded for me I started to realize that what the deeper belief was, was that I was unworthy and I was good enough. And unless I had a certain number of clients or unless I had a certain amount of money in my bank account, that I wasn't good enough. And so I kept working harder and harder and harder trying to achieve even more in my life um, and it wasn't panning out. And so this one belief was causing all sorts of strains. So it's like, the unworthiness and the not enoughness was showing up in my um, career, obviously, but then it was also showing up in my friendships and relationships that I had at the time where I was feeling very misunderstood and people were cutting me out of their lives and it was very hurtful and painful and it was just more quote-unquote evidence of that truth or lack of truth, just a story uh, that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't worthy and it was causing that same belief unconsciously was causing um, issues in other relationships with my family, with my partner, and also in my health, right? So I didn't believe because I didn't believe I was good enough or worthy enough and thought that the only thing that would make me good enough and worthy enough was the numbers, right? The number of clients, the number of money, the number of followers, whatever. Um, so that really played a role on my health of like not getting massage as often as my body needed or going to chiropractic appointments or not eating well or exercising because I totally didn't believe that I was worth it or good enough. And so obviously we started out this this conversation talking about um, how my self-limiting beliefs played a role in my work, but I had no idea that I even had self-limiting beliefs and how much they were controlling every single area of my life. So once I was able to get to the root to them, the next thing in rewiring them is finding evidence against those beliefs and finding evidence for the actual truth with a capital T. Um, and so for me, the opposites were that I was good enough and I was worthy. And so what I had to do was look at all of the situations in my life that I was good enough and worthy just as I was without needing to perform, without needing any external validation and things like that. And through finding so much evidence, it was a repetition. I was repeating all of the evidence to form this new belief. And through the strong emotion, thinking of that time I felt really loved, thinking about that time I felt really celebrated, thinking of that time I felt really cared for or really seen or really understood, combining both the repetition of all of this new evidence as well as the strong emotion associated with this new evidence was how I started to rework those subconscious beliefs and bring my subconscious mind and my conscious mind out of misalignment and into true alignment which once this starts happening, that's where major transformation happens in our lives. That's when we start showing up super confident in our relationships and 
providing more connection and communication and vulnerability and intimacy there and that's where we start to take better care of ourselves and love ourselves more fully and support ourselves in better ways and that's where we start to do work that actually lights us up and only to the point where it is lighting us up and not past that point and not into places of burnout and stress and anxiety and depression and everything else so If you are struggling in one or more areas of your life and feeling really, really stuck and not sure how to progress forward, I encourage you to work on digging into your your current beliefs, what's going on in every area of your life, what's causing that to happen. If you don't know how to dig on your beliefs, I do offer one-on-one personal transformation sessions where I can help you get to the root and identify what causes those beliefs to be there for you and then even help you create that repetition and strong emotion to bring your conscious and subconscious into true and fulfilling alignment so that you can start to transform in body, mind, and spirit and transform your entire life and the way you show up in every single area of your life. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope it was insightful for you and gave you a lot of information about what might be going on within you, even if you weren't already aware of it, and give you some action steps to start transforming your life. If you did enjoy this episode, please make sure you share it with a friend who you think would also benefit. And if you've had any aha moments throughout this or anything that triggered a spark within you, please feel free to share those moments with me via email at miss.bianca.m.johnson at gmail.com. I love to hear from you and hear about all of the magic that's happening within your lives. So thank you so much for tuning in today, and I cannot wait to connect with you again soon. Thanks so much for pressing play today. I hope this episode has brought you new insights, inspirations, and clarity. If you found any of this information helpful, please share this episode with a friend or on social media. I love to hear about all of your aha moments. So if you had a major breakthrough that you would like to share, send me a message at miss.bianca.m.johnson at gmail.com. That's miss.bianca.m.johnson at gmail.com. And of course, if you are looking to take your journey even further, join me at www.biancamjohnson.com where you will find my free resource gallery and all of my current services and offerings. I'm so deeply grateful that you joined me today and I can't wait to connect with you again soon.